0: Whether we're talking about the fear of failure or anything else holding you back, confidence is the key to unleashing your power. Welcome to Confident with me, Sherry West, and my fearless daughter, Olivia. Join our conversations with fierce female leaders and explore how you can become more confident.
1: Welcome to a special episode of Confident, Generation Equality. Today is March 8th, International Women's Day. Well
0: welcome, welcome everyone. We're especially excited to have a live audience today to celebrate International Women's Day. So thank you all to everyone that I'm looking at in the room. Thank you all for coming and celebrating with us. Um, Today is a day about challenging gender norms and empowering each other. So we like to think of it as a very hopeful day. Um, And today's theme is I am Generation Equality. And it's all about embracing the next generation to rise up and to uh, join the fight for women's rights, um, so we're especially excited today to have two mother do, do, mother-daughter duos in the house, <laughs> and we'll be introducing our guests in a minute. Um, but it's important to take pause on International Women's Day and to really think about women's rights. Um, progress has been slow, and so it's time for generational equality. Right, love? Yeah, and you know. I am generation equality.
1: I'm committed to working toward a world where everyone um, has equal rights and opportunities, and a world where I, as a young woman, don't have to be afraid of walking home late at night, where I get paid equally for my work, and most especially where we can vote for a female president.
0: Absolutely. But your generation makes me hopeful to yeah. live. Um, you are a fierce female advocate. Um, And there are so many inspiring leaders in your generation, everyone from Malala Mm -hmm. to Greta Toonberry to Yara Shahidi, who are really rising up and making positive change. So um, I think it's an exciting and inspiring time. And without further ado, let's introduce our guests. Um, Today, we are
1: excited to interview a fellow mother-daughter duo, as we mentioned, Denise D'Agostino, co-founder of Her New Standard, and her 16-year-old daughter, Lauren. Denise is leading the way for Generation Equality. Following a long career in pharma, she co-founded Her New Standard in 2018. She's passionate about developing women leaders and igniting confidence so that each individual reaches their greatest
0: potential. So welcome, both Denise and Lauren. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We're excited (laughs) to be here. (laughs) So let's get into it. So Denise, why don't we start with you and just tell us a little bit about your background. And I always like to say, tell us anything that's not on the LinkedIn profile (laughs) that really inspired you to this current path with Her New Standard.
2: Yeah, I I would love to. First, thank you both very much. The work that LiveGirl does is phenomenal and um, inspirational. So we're excited to be here. Uh, What you wouldn't find on my LinkedIn page, (laughs) you wouldn't know about me, uh, I have an incredible support system, a great family uh, that has both given me the confidence and the strength to try and step out of my comfort zone and do things that I love. Um, They've also given me a lot of support and feedback. So they're often Mm -hmm. telling me when I'm doing well, when (laughs) I'm not doing well. Um, But it's been a real good support system for me to step out and and be who I am. So essential. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what was the inspiration for founding her new standard? So Her New Standard, my co-founders, Ellen Keith-Lineburn and Karen Kirkner, we saw a common theme among women out there in the mid-level of their careers. And we saw that they, while they were really competent in what they were doing. They didn't necessarily have the confidence to Mm -hmm. step up and step into bigger jobs, bigger roles, um, you know, speak in front of senior leaders. So we we really were determined to change that, you know, change it for Generation Equality Mm -hmm. so that that women of the future and women today have a better shot at being in those senior level roles, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. I and love it's that. it's yeah. so yeah. important, um, especially with the recent study that came out by Lean In, mm-hmm. showing that's exactly where women are falling short. And I think the stat was that for every 100 men promoted into their first management position, only 72, 72 women are given the same opportunity, mm-hmm. and that actually closing that ga- gap would add one million women to management. Um, so, that is where the women yeah. are, are being stopped. So, right. w- what is holding them back? Can you, what are you seeing?
2: Yeah, so I, I think it, you have to look at it on a couple of different levels, right? There are certain things that systems or organizations might do that don't fully support women, um, as well, when you take a look at what's holding women back individually, Mm -hmm. Um, Her New Standard works very heavily at really helping women build the confidence and courage and understand who they are, bring clarity to it, so that they could step into their own power and advocate for what they want. Um, We are seeing, though, organizationally that there are challenges that Mm -hmm. the women, I'm sure you guys see it in schools, right? where you need to have courage, have confidence to step in and speak up, um, because certain systems aren't always supporting
0: uh, Mm -hmm. women with the challenges that they have. And so then, so there are the systemic challenges, and then there are some things that you are helping women. So even regardless of, you know, what we can or cannot do with a system, what can we as women do to really make sure that we're... Our most confident selves at work and putting ourselves out there. So, what are the, maybe the top two or three th- things that you help yeah, women with? Yeah, it's I love this. Um, what? Uh, let me speak to two of them.
2: One is for women in particular. We see, you know, when we grow up, we're growing up with a desire to please, mm-hmm. to be good, to be liked. Yeah. So often we'll fall in that trap of of trying to do things for other people or taking on tasks that we may not want to do. And what we find, even if that's happening at a age when you get into the work world you can get lost a bit Mm -hmm. right you can spend more time on the um, maybe not the most meaningful tasks so that you're not really going for that career goal that you have right you're getting lost Mm -hmm. in um, pleasing others Mm -hmm. trying to be a perfectionist so I think that's one challenge we still see Mm -hmm. Um, and the other that I think is important is we call it the inner critic this is that that record that plays in your head, um, where often we could be mean and nasty to ourselves, right? So if we're not perfect, we're saying, I didn't dress right, I didn't do my hair right, I don't look right, I'm not as smart as somebody else. So really kind of putting ourselves down, which doesn't empower
0: us to be who we are. And for our listeners at home, there are a lot of smiling, nodding faces here (laughs) in our live audience about that one. We all have it. (laughs) And, you know, Lauren, as
1: teens, mm-hmm. even we see this, like, now, right. learning like, manifesting. So, um, what are the top things that you see holding teen girls like us back?
3: Um, okay. So, <laughs> so, so much. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's holding teens back, I think, girls, of course, um, is mainly, like, I think social media. I think yeah, social media 100%. plays a really big part in letting girls achieve confidence or gain confidence to really be themselves and not let um let people get inside their heads Mm -hmm. and you have like my like my mom said denise the little (laughs) i refer to as a little devil on your shoulder that Mm -hmm. keeps like you look like this. You look like that. You can't look like this. You can't look like that. So, I think, girl, I think social media plays a big part, and also just
0: tying that point back to what mind. your mom just said, it's like social media is the cesspool that fosters the inner critic, right? Yeah, really does. <laughs> it really does.
1: Yeah, and social media. I mean, it can be used for good, of course, yeah. but like, it is oftentimes you just see that like highlight reel of like yeah. some people, and they just look perfect, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god. why can't I look yeah. like that? Yeah. And it's,
3: or why can't I go to all those cool places that they're Correct. going to? Yeah. yeah, And my friend, uh, well, that's okay. Someone I know, she's very invested yeah. in it. And it's very like, let me try this meal plan. Let me try this yeah. diet. Let me try what she wears. Let me wear this brand so I can look like that. But it's more like you can't have that mindset. Your mindset needs to be more around... This is who I
0: am, and I need to love myself, and I need to love whatever mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Well said, yeah. well said. Yeah. And so, Denise, what what can we do both for these teen girls and the women you're working with to kind of make that inner critic mm-hmm. go away and to yeah. make it more of a positive force um, that keeps propelling you forward and propelling you on? Yeah, it, in Her New Standard, what we um, really stress is the importance of
2: taking a breath taking a moment and really checking in with yourself right so thinking about what's going on what's what am I thinking what am I feeling what what do I you know how do I want to proceed so that I'm serving myself the best Mm -hmm. Um, are there voices or people saying things to me that I need to just exclude and walk away so I think there's taking that moment to just stop and take the breath and think and then making a conscious decision on how to proceed. Mm -hmm. The other powerful thing we see is the power of peer um, and support of one Mm -hmm. another. And I think at Live Girl, you guys are rocking that. Because there's just in a conversation, you can feel so much better, you can get feedback, you can, you know, validate what what you need to do um, to move ahead.
0: No, and I know, Lauren, you can speak to this because you went to an all-girls camp, but yeah. I definitely see this at LiveGirl, the, the power of yeah. an all-girl space yeah. and the power of positivity and just Literally, when you go to a live girl leadership summit or summer camp, yeah, uh, you walk into a room with hundreds of girls clapping and cheering yeah. and just being there right. for each other, right. lifting them up. Correct. Um, and I know you, you can speak to that as well with your yeah. past experience.
3: I can. Um, I go to Chimney Corners in the Berkshires for all uh, for girls, so it's all girls camp, and it's sleepaway, and it's really nice. Like. You, it's more like you can wear whatever you want. Like, say you want to wake up, and you're like, oh, I don't want to get out of my clothes. Let me wear a onesie. <laughs> you can wear a dinosaur onesie, and everyone's like, oh my god, you look terrific today. And it's like, wow, like, I actually yeah. love that. Like, And there's so many people who are very supportive, and, like, yeah, like, everyone could have conflicts here and then, even with women, or, like, guys and guys, or boys and boys. Like, but still, like, in that environment with all women, like, I'm trying to generate, like, what I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, even in that environment with all girls, everyone's so supportive because right. like, everyone has a positive mindset, even though not every day everyone's gonna be so yippee and right. happy, but like, it's really good. And like, it's like a dream almost, yeah. you know, when right? When you're with all that support, it's like a dream, and then you kind of come back to reality and you think to yourself, how can I bring that positivity and that happiness with me and it kind of it builds up it does build
0: up your independence you can join the live girl community yeah (laughs) but no truly I mean we all we all have to bring the power of that of that Um, we have to surround ourselves with people that make us feel good about ourselves and we have to find spaces where we can speak our true selves and be our true selves and feel good about that Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: that community is so important yeah And so, Lauren, what does generation equality mean to
3: you? So, I think generation equality, what it means to me is, like, I don't know. Like, everyone's equal, I guess. Yeah. Very (laughs) much so. Everyone's equal. This one, we were going over it in the car, and this one kind of got me. I got a little stumped by it because, I don't know, like, in our generation, yeah. I think we very much have evolved. Yeah. It from older generations, I would say. <laughs> I don't know. But I think we learned from their mis- from mistakes. Yeah. And I think it's really good. And now it's more in our generation, equality wise, it's less than it's not as much as boys and girls. Now it's very focused into what gender am I? How do I present myself to others? So I think, like, everyone needs in our generation more, like, our toughest, like, roadblock, I would say, is just accepting everyone Mm -hmm. for their differences.
0: And I don't know, like, I
3: think, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, just yeah, yeah, and it's such an exciting time, Liv. I mean, there's so many young people yeah. stepping up to make positive change. Right. Um, I mean, I mentioned early Malala, Greta Thunberg, yeah. Yara Shahidi. Are there any that stick out in your mind that are really leading the way in your generation, or who who so you admire? Many, yeah, there honestly, are so many.
1: Um, I mean. Yeah. I love Greta. She's, she, mm. yeah, she's, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, yeah. She really fights every day to, you know, Put make, yeah, fun. make the world a better place. And I just find her so inspirational. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And she overcomes so much. She's, yeah.
0: So Denise, let's talk about the power of networking. So we've mm. talked about the power of community. And what I want young women to know is they, it actually is on them to build that community Absolutely. right through networking. Right. And I know you're doing a lot of that with Her New Standard. Yeah. I know that your partner is involved with the Elevate Network. Um, I yeah. love uh, what Jen DeSilva is doing right now in the month of March with hashtag Connect for Women, right. where she's encouraging all women every weekday to connect to women with someone else so yes. that's connected yes. for the number four women yep. and just in one month she's saying how much you know stronger you can ha- build a network um we're actually i'm doing this personally i on my linkedin i've actually been posting yeah. um resumes of some brilliant young women who are graduating from college right. and just helping them to get out there and to build their network but can you just talk from your standpoint on the importance of networking and for young women any advice on how to go about doing that
2: yeah, uh, networks are everything. Um, I think back to my first job, I got it through a networking opportunity. Um, At Her New Standard, we also really focus in on the importance of that peer support and the networking, building what we call strategic relationships. So, you know, this is a two-way street. You have to, when you're in a relationship, you have to give. And, uh, like, you're giving back Sherry in the posts and trying to support and help. Right. Um, And then eventually you get, but you can't always think that you're going to build your network to just take things from people rather to build that um, support. And what we find is, that, uh, what I find is the networking means everything. You, there are people that you can go to mm-hmm. to ask for help, to ask for feedback, um, to really help bring clarity to who you are. Um, When you're amongst your girlfriends or your guy friends, you can really open up and explore what you want in your career, what you need to improve Mm -hmm. at. So the power of networking is tremendous, and lifting each other up is so important. We do hear from a lot of women that um, sometimes people try to push them down, Mm -hmm. and you need to go into a space where people are lifting you up.
0: Right. In our high school league program, we have an exercise um, whereby we have the young women complete a board of me, so it's like a personal board of directors, where they envision themselves as the CEO, and then they start to identify people that they want to have chairs at the table. Mm -hmm. And just envisioning that, and then saying, okay, over the next, you know, it doesn't have to be today and tomorrow, but over the next period of time start to reach out to those people and make sure they're okay with having yeah. a seat at your table. Right. Um, but it's so important to have right. that network. And, it, and it, yeah. networking, there's a word, work, in there. It does take work. <laughs> yes. um, you have to prioritize it, but it's it's essential. Yeah. Um, it's so important, and I think
2: when you're when you're looking for a job or you're looking for opportunities that network will give back to you if you've invested in it right right? you think of it as a bank account right Right. you've got to put deposits of good into it to be able to get things out and think goodness will come back to you right once you do that right that's what I have found works and we see that with the women that that are in our program too which is
0: fun Well, I think that's a good point where we could maybe turn it to the audience Mm -hmm. and see if we have any questions from the audience, and you can respond to those. So, thank you. um, Mm -hmm. Anyone can just like raise their hand. I do
1: have a question. uh, What advice would you give? I'm a recent graduate. I have anxiety Mm. around
0: networking. Mm. What advice would you give someone? Great question. Yeah, I
2: bet you so many people can relate to that and have anxiety, and introverts and extroverts alike. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say think about where you're going to be networking, mm-hmm. and if you know somebody that'll be there, reach out to them and maybe say, "Hey, I'm really looking forward to seeing you. I would love to, you know, talk to you about your vacation or about the project you're working on." So do a little homework. Okay and have one or two point people that you could reach out to, and questions are great. People love talking about themselves, so just open up, yeah? So And, and I would say from a networking perspective, don't get stuck with that one person that you've known forever, because then you're not really networking. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: And right. You're welcome. I would just add to that that most people want to help. And I've, even myself, like, as I've been networking for Live Girl, I mean, we're always looking for inspiring women to come and talk to our girls or to contribute in different ways to our organization. And I don't think anyone's ever said no. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. like to help. So just think about it as, like... You know, I never know until I ask. And if they say no, they say no. But most likely, they're gonna say yes, I'd love to help you, love to meet with you, love to talk to you. And maybe I, I don't have what you're looking for, but it's a thread and they can connect you with someone else who, who, who does, so. Thank you, that's great advice, thank you. Great good. question.
2: Yeah.
0: Any other questions?
2: Uh, companies have been measuring diversity for a long time, both racial and gender, and yeah. progress has been glacial. Right. We measure the wrong stuff. What's what's the, what's your feedback on that? Yeah, it's it's a good point. I mean, if you look at it from the work we're steeped in from a female perspective, we know that women, girls are graduating universities at probably, I think it's mm-hmm. 54% right. higher than men. And it stays, we were talking about this in um, a lot of conver- car conversations. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so we know it's even. And then as they get, you know, you high get high the next job, yeah. the women are going, you know, not catching up. And it continues until they're, really l- less represented in the higher ranks. Um, I think it goes back to really taking a look at what are those systemic things yeah. in organizations. I just read a HBR article and it talks about, look, women are always likely to be a caregiver or have a baby or have challenges. So that will be there. But the article talks about how overworking in our culture is huge. So that need to demand people be there from 730 in the morning till eight at night, um, it really is a burden on being able to let both men, women, and, and other uh, nationalities rise up because you have other, you have a life outside of work. So I, what what we find is if we need to engage the conversation to move that needle and move it forward, right? Address not just the development of individual women, but also the organizational systems to support it and and allow people um, it it means you have to do things differently, and I think that's the challenge in many companies.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I think the conversation is the answer to move it forward, right? Right,
0: right. And I would just add that we, ha- we have to keep measuring. Um, I, I don't know if there are different measures, but measures are important. Yeah. And there was a recent study with some good news, which is that we are seeing more women on boards. Yes. Um, and that was really driven by the state of California, who put a statewide... Um, uh, uh, mandate, uh, mandate yeah. in place to have at least one woman on, on your board and we are seeing the, mo- the needle moving now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. measurements mandates they do help yes. um, and we are seeing progress at least with the diversity of, of boards so you know we just need to, to keep on keeping on yep. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. we, we shall persist <laughs> yes <Yeah. She> <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. we, it, from an encouraging perspective in the program that we do, we also see the, once these women that we work with, which are middle to upper level management, once they have a goal in mind, boy, there's nothing stopping them from achieving. You know, speaking in front of a, of a senior level meeting, doing a presentation, asking for a promotion, um, that le- that support could help those mm-hmm. numbers go up quite
0: a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Both That's internally right. and externally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in organizations. Yeah, the pipeline's there. I mean, look, we're working with the next generation of female yeah, leaders. Right. We're working with girls starting at grade five, and right. we see the right. talent. They're right. there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. here they come. Watch them come. Watch yeah. them rise. Yeah. So it's it's a hopeful time. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question.
2: Um, at Live Girl, as you know we work with girls in middle school through high school um, and we help girls find their strength and find their confidence um, I'm just curious at what age or was it a young age or older age did you find out what you're passionate about to get you to where you are now which is such like a powerful you know empowered position yeah yeah that is a great question that is really good. Yeah. yeah so I come from on I remember vividly, and I won't drag this on, but in fourth grade, I was so nervous to even speak up. I wouldn't even get up to get out of the room to go to the bathroom. I didn't want anyone looking at me. Um, And then when I stood, it's crazy, right? Uh, Then, I watched different people get up and do things like this, and I thought, God, they're touching people's lives. They're making a difference. They're helping somebody achieve, like, the best them that they could be. And I thought, I want to do that. And then I said, Ugh, I
0: can't <laughs> get up and talk. <laughs> and,
2: and at that point, I thought to myself, you know what? You just got to do it. You just got to do it. And I remember in high school running for student uh, president It was vice president that I ended up achieving. But I thought, wow, this I like. This is a good... I'm helping other people, and I get a lot of joy out of helping other people be, you know, overcoming obstacles or liberating themselves from themselves. So to me, that was an inspiration. And I have to say, throughout my career, living down south, living overseas, being on my own... um, I took that lesson and I just kept it going. I push myself, even if that inner critic starts saying, "Uh uh-oh, you're not gonna succeed. Uh Uh-oh, they're gonna criticize you. Uh Uh-oh, they're gonna find another way to do it. And I say, okay, you need to go over there for right now, and I need to do this. So, you know, it's, uh, but I tell you, Sherry and I were talking and I said, the tools that you learn now, like these fifth graders to high schoolers, you need that tool belt for your whole life because right. there are going to be challenges and there are going to be struggles mm-hmm. and you just have to figure out which tool do I need mm-hmm. because then you take it out. Right. And that, yeah. So so thank you thank for you. asking. Thank
0: yeah. you. So Denise and Lauren, so we're going to bring our podcast to a close and we always have the same three questions that we ask every guest um, to close our podcast. We call them our three wise women questions. Uh, so we'll start with you, Denise. Um, what are you obsessed with right now? These are just kind of fun questions yeah. Yeah. for the yeah. listeners to get to know you a little better. Yeah. I would say right now for
2: me it's health. Health on a mm-hmm. physical level, so I'm like an avid walker every day in whatever weather. Um, a mindset health and also... Um, physically from an eating nutrition perspective mm-hmm. so health to me I think you know being getting older you're kind of like got to take care of the temple <laughs> so yeah so health is my thing right Yay.
3: what about you Lauren um very much what my mom said um mm-hmm. physical health and just like working out getting back in shape because I always struggled with weight but then I kind of got back on a good path so I'm obsessed with going to the gym and actually getting my grades up and looking forward to the future mm-hmm. and yeah and just having a good stable mental
1: health is <laughs> awesome. important mm-hmm. Who do you consider to be the greatest leader of
2: all time, living or historical? I love this question, but it's so hard. I've been blessed to have a lot of good leaders, right? Um, To keep it light, I recently went to the um, Vision 2020, the Oprah tour. (laughs) You (laughs) were there? We and I were there. Oh, it was fabulous. We were three
0: generations. My mom was there. It was great,
2: right? So right now Oprah's in my mind because (laughs) she's generous. (laughs) She's real. She's friends with Gail King, and I love <laughs> Gail King. Um, yeah, so I would just say I, I, she's a role model to me because she's so um, giving and, mm-hmm, and yeah. inspirational. What
0: about you?
3: I really don't have one role model. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe this is a little like I don't know, cheesy or whatever. But I very much love my camp and like people in my inside the camp are all very strong, powerful women who really impact my life. Like, there were some counselors that, like, really just told me and helped me gain my confidence Mm -hmm. and change me into the person that I am today, and I'm really grateful for that, and they're, like, the strong
0: leaders that I want to be. So your greatest leader is the next gen, Generation Equality. (laughs) Yes. 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 (laughs) Like, you're... Um, and Lauren, we'll start with you on this last one. If you could have any superpower, oh. what would it be? Uh, okay.
3: Um,
2: you can't pick mine.
3: <laughs> okay, I was going to go for yours. No, no, no. I actually had my own. It's still on the same path of what I was saying. I think I could have a superpower. is probably just, like, help people, like, have... Like love themselves, so, yeah. Pretty much just have a superpower. It's yeah. like yeah. you love yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like an Oprah thing. Yeah. Yeah, you get a card. Okay. But I would like, cause especially in my generation, anxiety, depression, yeah. and all of that very much affects everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, I I think everyone gets the depre- um, anxiety. Sorry, anxiety. I think everyone gets anxiety here and then sometimes depression, but. I have a lot of friends that struggle with that, and it's really hard to yeah. hear it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, uh, if right now I could literally just like shock you with self love and like just yeah. help you as much as I could, I would. So I think
0: yeah. self love—that's like the kindest superpower. Yeah, amazing. yeah. that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Wow, mine yeah. seems really <laughs> now, top that, mom. So,
2: you yeah. so mine would be the ability to transport myself and whoever I wanted to have with me. To like from point A to point B. You know, I nice love the town, beach, yeah. so it would be like I don't have to drive, I don't have to take the airplane. I can be from here to Tahiti and my feet in the sand with a cocktail.
0: That would be my suit. That's thing. not bad. A either. little more oh, yeah. selfish. <laughs> and then <laughs> Well, awesome. So thank you so much, Denise and Lauren, for joining us today on Confident. And thank you also to our live audience. Um, What a treat and what a special way to celebrate International Women's Day. And hey, can we ask a favor?
1: If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple,
0: Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and share it with a friend. So in closing, I'm Sherry. And I'm Olivia. And we hope that you feel more confident after today's episode. This week's challenge is to commit to being a part of generation equality. Be the first, the youngest, the best, and make sure no one is left behind. The future we create for women and girls is up to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.